Saved and Such. Hey y'all, it's Marie Victoria, and we're back with Saved and Such, and you are? Tariq. Reek Nation. There you go. <laughs> um, so, what do you think it means to be a man of God? What does it mean to be a man of God? And don't give no, 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 I'm, I'm no giving, typical answer. Yeah, I was, I'm about to give the... We don't want to hear yeah, the pastor's they, answer. Right. They want to hear the authentic the answer. Authentic. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we'll never be perfect as men of God. Mm-hmm. As a man who serves God, you'll never be perfect, but... I think you should always strive for perfection. I believe that is a goal every day, just picking up your cross, like the Bible says, picking up your cross and mm-hmm. carrying it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you got to be willing to submit to God. You know what I mean? Like, you got to, that's a thing people don't like to talk about. Even yeah. when they talk about marriages and stuff like that, like, they always talk about a woman submitting to the husband, but right. they'll never talk about a man submitting to God. So I feel like that's very key. And you know what I mean? When you submit to God, man, like, you keeps you humble. Um, allows you, I know for me, like God's been like exposing me to me. So like mm-hmm. I can see things yeah. about me that like I've never seen before. Right. Things that I like, I need to work on, you know what I mean? That type of thing. So I believe that's what it's like to be a man of God, just constantly learning, constantly growing and constantly killing your flesh. So what are the, so, so, okay. Mm-hmm. Submitting yourself to God. What are the traits of a man that submits himself to God? What are the traits of like a, a man that's, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I do this. <laughs> what are the traits that you know a man of God has outside of just you know like what are some of the worldly traits we can look for some of the worldly traits people look for I feel like okay so worldly might be the wrong word but like you know outside of just like yes yeah, submit yourself to God let your flesh die daily mm-hmm. you know and things like that but like what's some okay okay character I see what you're traits um, somebody who's honest, yeah. somebody who's, who has a big heart, uh-huh. um, somebody who's, um, open. Okay. Uh, I think those are a good three right there. It's, honest is the biggest one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause you can never be afraid to say I made a mistake or you were right. Um, not being prideful either. I think that pride, the Bible even says, like, God don't like pride. So that pride, I go out the door, like, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm in a relationship and I said something and I was wrong, hey, baby, I, I was wrong, boo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I got to take it. Well, I mean, that's how, how, how I how, we, how do we get to relationships? Oh, my fault. It's like, no, that's cool, though. Well, I mean, yeah, I agree. I think from maybe from my perspective. Yeah, I give think... me the woman's perspective. What is a woman of God? All right, I'm going to tell you what I think a man of God is first. All right, go ahead. I think a man of God is someone who, like you said, submits himself to God first. Um, because, you know, we, we talk about, like, um, the man leading. You know, if you're submitting to God, then God's leading you and you're leading us. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think some of the traits of a man of God, like you said, is honest. Someone who's really... You know, looking to please God, like not just live right and, and but someone who really wants to say, God, are you proud of me? Like, mm. am I doing what you want me to do? Is this how, like, who, somebody who has God in everything that they're doing? Um, I think another trait is like trustworthy mm. um, and forgiving. Forgiving is a big one because a lot of, you know, a lot of people hold on to stuff just because we're human mm-hmm. and things happen. So it's like, Oh, this happened, so I'm hold on to that. Or I might try to forgive you, but we don't. A lot of people don't really forgive for real right. and let it go. Right. So I think forgiveness is a good trait of God because you know 
the Bible says, forgive your neighbor like you would want to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm, have woman of God. Yeah, what is a woman of God in your definition? Uh, I think a woman of God is has has some of the similar traits. Mm-hmm. I think a woman of God is someone who submits to God as well, right? But also is okay with submitting to her husband, man, if he's submitting to God too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a woman of God covers her whoever. Not even just relationships, but somebody who just covers you know their people, like they pray and cover cover their people. Um, I think a woman of God is someone who, who, who tries her, who, who tries her best to live right. And someone who lets their flesh die daily. Mm. Um, one of my favorite scriptures is, um, submit yourself therefore unto God, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Mm -hmm. So within, you know, submitting and letting your flesh die daily, just somebody who's really trying to live right. Like Mm -hmm. there's no such thing as a perfect Christian, but a trying Christian, a trying woman Mm -hmm. is... Is really what I think God looks for. Our producer like that. You see his face? Yeah. You like that? <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> um, all right. So what do you think about um, dating as Christians before marriage? I think you need to date. Um, I've never heard that like, one before. Huh? I've never heard that. I've never heard people say that. Go ahead. I mean, I think a lot of Christians like make dating and like, Stuff weird. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. they make it weird. Like, like as far as, like, let me say it like this. Like, they try to make make it seem like you should just run from women. Like, don't you know what I mean? That. Don't do this. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do this. Like, you want me to be, like, a weirdo? Like, yeah. I think we'd be too caught up in being weird. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? As a man, like, obviously, I'm going to want to, I'm going to want a woman. I'm going to want a wife. I'm going to want a kids. I'm going to want a family. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, me standing away from women ain't doing nothing but making me a weirdo. In my eyes, right. making me like socially awkward. Like, I, how would I know how to conversate with a woman to hold a hold a conversation or like know what I like in a woman if I don't go around them or don't hang with them or right. don't do activities with them? So, I think that's just my whole thing. On it's just don't be weird with it. I think we we come to the point now we've become weird with like Dating. human contact, human like <laughs> just being human. Yeah, I, and I was just talk, telling somebody that yesterday. I think we've gotten so far from human decency. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like you said, everything's so weird. Like, the the morals that we have today, this generation, like, the morals have gone out the window. Yeah. Nobody wants to do anything right. Even if you're not in, like, just worldly. Like, even outside of being a Christian. Like, even if you just worldly, nobody mm. want to do nothing right. They mm. just want to do everything wrong mm. and move so fast. So, with, with, with Christian day, and I think, like you said, be realistic. Like, mm-hmm. God know that. Yeah, you gotta be patient. That's yeah. what that's what he's teaching me is be patient more than anything. We patient we just want can. everything now. We want everything rushed, but it's a process and everything. And you might not even be ready for what you're asking for at the moment. So, you know, we just gotta trust the work that's being put in, and just spending time with him. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's gonna, you know, what I mean, build you up to where you need to be and where you need to go. I'm still learning how to like. uh date as a christian not that i've never not been a christian but just just you know putting what i'm learning and what i'm preaching into like into application like okay my first thing i should be wondering is do you have a relationship with god not just are you a christian or do you know god but do you have a relationship that you're trying to build 
And if it's a no, that's a red flag. Or if it's a uh, uh, no, red flag. So I think for me, I'm still I'm still learning how to make sure that God is at the forefront of any Everything. any relationship that I even start from a hello. I definitely agree with that. But one thing I will say, um, like like going back to like what we are being taught, like throughout the years of like when it comes to me a man mm-hmm. and, and choosing a woman, mm-hmm. like I've heard several people say to me like. Like, um, what would they say? They would say something like, "Don't, don't, don't always go for the looks in a woman, but like the inside and stuff like that." Or like, <laughs> I mean, but I'm like, like, don't do that. Like, you know, what I mean, it definitely is some yeah. beautiful women who serve God for real. Like, don't, you know what I'm saying, like that actually rubbed me wrong. Like, just hearing that, like, don't, don't right. go for the pretty ones. Like, no, that's some pretty ones. Like, I know, I know what they're saying. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean about like the look and stuff. But at the end of the day, you gotta have something to look at. Yeah, I gotta be gotta, attracted gotta, to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, like. can, I gotta, I gotta look at you. <laughs> yeah, you know? and I don't think God's gonna ever send you somebody that you're not attracted, attracted to, to either. Yeah, I don't think that's how that works. I know that's not how he ain't gonna send yeah. something like I can't even look at you. Like you know what I mean? I love your heart though. Yeah, you're right. I don't think that's how that works for real. But yeah, nah, I mean, man. I agree. I think I think the same though. I um. I don't know. When it comes to dating, that's really just one of them things. Like, you hear so much in church, don't do this, don't do that. But they never tell you what to actually do. Right. Like, it's so many don'ts and cons. But what's the pros? How do I actually get into a relationship with a, you know, as a Christian or as a young woman? Because mm-hmm. right now, nobody's like, everything is have fun. Have fun, have fun, have fun. That's what I'm learning. And then, you know, you you start wanting to really live right. And you're like, well, how can I have fun and live right? One of the one of the big things that I know a lot of like young Christians, you know, wonder is like, well, if I become a Christian, do I got to stop doing this and stop doing that? Yeah, I think people got because they've been like on the outside, mm-hmm. they don't really like, you know, what I mean, they don't really know, but like they think like Christians don't have fun. Yeah. I mean, of course you're gonna have to give things up, like yeah. the worldly stuff. Like, yeah, bro, you eventually gonna he's gonna want you to stop drinking, he's gonna want you to stop smoking, like you know, what I mean, he's gonna want you to like be more pure. I mean, be more holy, but you'll get that in the process of why, yeah. you know what I mean? And I think I'm, it's in the mindset. Like, yeah. your mindset changes as you, and it's not necessarily, I'm not going to say that God doesn't do it, mm-hmm. but it's it's really about what you want to do. Mm-hmm. When you let your flesh die daily and when you decide to choose God, because God says, choose ye to stay who you're going to serve. <sighs> he ain't making you serve and you got to choose. You want to quote so the scriptures, Pastor. <laughs> so if you choose and you say, God, I want to serve you, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. I like to do this. Yes, I like to do that. Yes, I'm having a hard time giving this up. But at the end of the day, I chose to serve you. Mm-hmm. So I need you to help me to give these things up because you know that I'm of sin. You know that I'm of my fleshly desires are strong. Right. And so I think that when it comes to dating and, you know, having fun and trying to, I don't think that you shouldn't have fun. I think you should just allow God to reframe your thinking and reframe your mindset of what's fun. Because, you know, in the world, getting drunk and having going to clubs and all that and all that is fun. But you can you can have a little bit of wine, I think, right? Yeah, but you, yeah, you, just, no, you, can't get, a, yeah. you, you just can't it's, get drunk. It's, it's a drink, drink, but don't be drunk. Yeah. So, yeah, you can. I mean, but still, it's it's about your intention. It's about the motive what you, yeah, what you're choosing to do. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely learning that to, like, I think, like, like I said, growing up through the years, like, they try to, I'm not trying to knock the church, but they try to keep you in a box, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's like, I know what you're trying to protect me from, but 
also like you know what I mean I don't want to be like in a box yeah. I want to be used you know what I mean and yeah. I think a lot of time the church be playing it too safe like I know iron sharpens iron but we we all in this room we save you right. know what I mean it's folks out there that need us right. you know what I mean so right. I think we gotta be more open to, I'm not saying go to strip clubs and be in there <laughs> you know I'm not saying that but I'm yeah. saying like be more open to conversation with people you know what I mean? Who, who are not in the same spaces? Yeah, and who and who really want that conversation? You know what I mean? So and God, God uses anybody mm-hmm. doing anything and anytime. through anything at any time. Like mm-hmm. you said, like I've some of the places that God has used me to to get people. Yeah, I was like, Lord, I am. This is not the time. I'm gonna be honest. Gotta be honest. I went to a strip club. <laughs> Years ago, I remember you telling that story. I went to a strip. No, no, this is a true story. All this, I'm not even <laughs> for this. Is a true story. I was being used. I believe I was being used by God, and I didn't even like. You know what I mean? This is before even I even got serious in my walk. Like right. I was, I, I knew God, but like I knew Him for my mother. I knew mm-hmm. Him for my father. Yeah. I didn't know Him yeah. for myself. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, yeah. after graduation, I'm away. You know, I went to a strip club, and a young lady. <laughs> How you like? <laughs> anyway, man. Shout anyway. out to that young lady. <laughs> everything's a, everything's a joke, but anyway, the young lady, you know, like I wasn't. I, I just was standing next to her. Uh-huh. Like I asked her. I really just asked her. I was I was in Atlanta. Okay. You know, blue flame diamonds. But, well, I ain't getting into all that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like. I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, why, why do you strip? Like, you know what I mean? Why do you strip? And she was like, you know, I got a, I got a kid. And I'm trying to get through school. Right. So I'm like, oh, that's the reason why. She said, no, that's really why I'm here. Okay. But like, I could tell like the other strippers, like they was a little more active, but she was kind of like passive, like yeah. to the side. Like she, like I said, I was on the wall. I was standing because like, I'll be honest. When I went to the strip club. I didn't have as fun, as much fun as I thought I was gonna have. Yeah. Like strip I was kind of dirty to me. I, I, I don't know. But, I, but. That was also me realizing, like, I don't fit in yeah. with this crowd. And, like, I don't belong in this crowd, but right. I didn't know it at the time. Right. I think a lot of times we'd be trying to fit in. But, like, when I went, I mean, when I was having this conversation, I'm like, dang, she's doing this thing. Like, get by. But, like I said, like, the homegirls was over there, you know. Going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. You got to grow up. I'm dying to go I'm just saying what you want to say. Right. But nah, nah, that's what, you know what I mean? But yeah. But like, yeah. But like, she, I was talking to her. I'm like, so you got a kid? You trying to get this? I was like, there ain't no other option? She's like, not the money that I want. Right. Fast. No, th- quick. And I think a lot of times, see, our generation wants that fast money. We want that fast money. We want it right here, right now. But that is temporary. Mm. You know what I mean? It's some things that God wants to do through us that's generational. Mm. It's going to take a while. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to, like, things that are generational, they take a while. They take a while because, you know what I mean? The seed got to be planted. Then they got to grow. Things got to happen. Got to be the process. People don't want that. People don't mm. want the process. They want to yeah. hear and now. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I mean, I had some wild experiences too with God in weird places. I think, like, during homecoming, I was like, T, like, tore up that we were leaving and they was like, oh, we going to the next spot. I you, said, was, you was drunk? Yeah. Oh, this is college. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So. I'm trying to paint the scene. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I was drunk. It was homecoming. Mm-hmm. I go to Towson. So, um, yeah, I think it was like Tiger Fest or something, but we were leaving coming from, I think, the concert and I was like, 
or a friend of party or whatever. I was like, um, they said y'all going to the next you going to the next place. I said, No, I'm going home. I got church in the morning. Mm-hmm. No matter what I do on a Saturday night, I'm gonna get up and go to church because it's it's not about for me, it's not about, you know, showing up or not showing up. It's it's Making sure that if I make time for other things, then I always make time for God, mm. regardless of what state I'm in. Now that may sound crazy, but that's just you know you don't you don't come to you don't you don't uh, get in the shower clean. You get in dirty to get clean. So I want God to wait. Wait, what did you say? You don't get in the shower clean. You don't. You oh, don't okay. go take a shower after you've already taken a shower. You you're dirty and you go take a shower and you get clean. So I said it to say mm. I go to church. To get clean mm. and for God to clean me up, mm. I'm not going in clean. Mm. Not saying this, you know, it's a, it's not a. I'm choosing yeah. to be dirty, but right, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Anyway, because <laughs> you about to make me mad. <laughs> I'm sitting here, but no. Um. So I was like, no, I got to go to church, mm. and they was like, oh my gosh, I haven't been to church in so long. Can we go? And I'm sure, sober right up, because like. Yeah, like how? So when last time? So we started talking about. It. They tell me about their journey and how you know when they got to college, they didn't have a church home and they didn't have any, you know, any really real relations with God. Mm. And I was like, well, yeah, come. They went to church the next day. We all got up and they got baptized that day. Dang, you see what I'm saying? So it took God for me to be teed in the right place. With the right people having the right conversation, saying the right thing. I don't think that took God. I think that was nah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> but God can really use use whoever He wants to oh, use yeah, at course. whatever time and whatever capacity. Um, and yeah, it's a it's a it's a process, and I think that when people look at us as Christians, they're expecting to see pastors. People that get it all right and, you know, just such made people. Yeah, they kind of hold you to that standard Standard. of, like, something like, maybe I'm in the process of becoming that, but I'm not there yet. Still 22. Yeah, I'm still... Not too much. I'm 23 right now, brother. I ain't ain't got it all together. You know what I mean? I'm still trying to... I'm 23 like you. Yeah. And listen, I'm 23 like you. We in the same school. We in the same space. I'm seeing what you're seeing. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think they, they forget that. Like, bro, I'm yeah. seeing what you're seeing. So, like, yeah, like, I think, yeah. you know what I mean? It's and crazy. It's hard. It's hard as a, as a young Christian who's really trying to do the right thing. Who's like, really trying to do? It's hard. The temptations out here, the distractions, everything. And it's it's crazy, man. And, you know, and God, I ain't going to give the devil a whole bunch of credit because yeah. he yeah. ain't getting enough from me. But, you know, God allows us to go through things, or the trials, the tribulations, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's just to... So we can choose. You know, and we can grow. The growth is the most yeah. important thing. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Even this this process with the podcast, you know, we've all had conversations off, you know what I mean, off screen talking about what we've been going through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The spiritual battles we've been in, the warfares we've been in, the, the, the text messaging, the phone calls, you know what I mean? So... It's a lot, man. We even being attacked. We even being attacked. You know what I mean? And yeah. people think we just up here just talking, but you know what I mean? We doing this really for God, so we, you know, I mean, we being attacked every day. And it's real stuff, real, real, real worldly stuff that everybody get attacked with, but we getting it ten times worse because the devil don't chase people that he already has. He chase people that he's trying to get. He's trying to. He's trying to get you. He's trying to get you. <laughs> <laughs> 
our producers behind the screen going crazy. Going crazy. And, and testimony on him, man. Walking testimony. The enemy was trying to take him out. Ugh. This brother been in two accidents in a week. Hit from the back. <laughs> two Come on, y'all. Y'all got a girl. <laughs> two accidents. His car was hit in the his car was hit in the rear. Um <laughs> his car was hit in the rear. And like I said, two of them in a week. I'm so I mean? sorry to hear that though. Nah, I, that's crazy. I don't think I knew that. You didn't know? That? You don't talk to me. He put it right in the group message. <laughs> anyway. Okay. I'm sorry. No, I think he that. called me. He personally called me. I, yeah. I talk to him every day though. That's I nice. make sure I talk to him every day. He might not know, but I make sure I talk to him every day. Hey, brother, what's going on? We was on the phone about 20 minutes yesterday, just talking. It's Joseph M. Wanted with the Constitutionalist Politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue. As well as, yes, Peter Serafin, Rosemary Downer, Don Gallade, Gista, the rapper, Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. <laughs> That's nice. But yes, we're all getting attacked and we're all fighting for our lives. It's, it's really up. I'm telling you, living right is uphill battle. Mm. But it's a battle we're fighting. Because mm. there's victory in the end. Mm. I, really, I really believe that, though. I really do. Yeah. I really think that I'm fighting for a reason. I think that God has a lot for me, and I think that he has a lot that he's trying to show me, a lot that I have to grow to, go through. Mm. I think. And the, and the thing. Oh, my fuck. No, no. Continue. But our biggest reward is not here on earth. It's really in heaven. To be honest, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's ribbons at the finish line. Yeah. So, you know, I know y'all like that. But yeah, man, it's, it's ribbons at the you finish the line. Competition. You said what? <laughs> you think you better than me? It's like. <laughs> Here she go, man. I can't take her nowhere. Can't even sit on the couch and have a conversation. <laughs> but no, you're right. It's, it's, it is ribbons at the finish line. Mm, man, it's just, it's hard being young. You know what I mean? Young and in this walk, but man. We also got to realize that God handcrafted us, handpicked us. You know what I mean? He could have chose somebody else to do this, yeah. to be right here in this position. Somebody, somebody more more worthy. Somebody who wouldn't have caused as much trouble. You know what I mean? But but you know, God loves the troublemakers. Those be the ones he chooses. That's what the I'm ones saying. with the, I want that one. If you go through the Bible, he picked every troublemaker he could think of to I want, serve him. I want that one. The one that's going to, yeah. I want that one. Not that one. I want that one. Yeah. So. And, and and I think that he p- picks the troublemakers or the trouble, the knuckleheads, to show people that I could deliver you from anywhere. I could take you from anywhere and bring you to this. And it's not also for you, but it's the people around you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So if you, it, it, let's say like, for instance, like, you know, I grew up with a different nickname. What is it? <laughs> say it. No, I'm not. Trust okay, me. they said. They want to know. Who? The podcast. Who them? Yeah. Uh, Y'all wanna? Yes. Go. <laughs> so I grew up with the nickname Freaky Reek, right? Oh, did you know? <laughs> Here he go. Here Sit she up go. In this conversation. Yeah, but you know what I mean. But I feel like Freaky Reek. Yeah, 
But you know, right. you know what they call me now? What? Pastor. <laughs> no, for real. Like, they call me like, when they see me, like, what up, Pastor? But, like, they be, they be trying to say it to be funny, yeah. but they're not even realizing, like, what How the... How much God has transformed The transformation. Like, they've seen the... Tra- I know people have seen the transformation. I'm not even saying I'm perfect. I got it all together. I'm not saying that at all. Like but, freaky Rick the Pastor. But they can see the transformation and the way that I talk, the way that I act, the things that I don't participate in. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going mm-hmm. to that, bro. Like... You know what I'm saying? But that's just me being real. Like I said, we ain't afraid to talk about nothing on this couch, on this podcast. He ain't. I'm scared. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I feel like even like on social media, I'm a pretty private and reserved person. Like I'm very outgoing, but I'm still like not in my business. But um, yeah, like even on social media, after I really started going after God, mm-hmm. like I knew I should have been. And not in developing a relationship for myself and not just for my mother and through ritual and going to church all the time. I really had to sit with God and develop a relationship with him myself. Mm. People really started saying like, oh, you 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 look different. You acting different. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's something different about you. And I'm like, that's God, baby. That's God, baby. <laughs> hey, Joe, I'm, I'm done playing. <laughs> but for real, it is. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously like, People mm. on social media just saying, like, I, I remember you posting like this or you wearing this and you doing this and doing that. And you, you know, you're not like that anymore. You don't seem to be like that. I mean, I still do my stuff as, I, you know, everybody else do too. But, you know, I, I really think that God is slowly transforming me and, and creating me creating me into the woman that he wants me to be. Mm. It's a little scary because it's like, man. Yeah. That's how I feel every but day waking up. I'm grateful he chose me. You think God is proud of you? I know he is. I know he is. Like you I said, you said that with no hesitation. I ain't got to, because I know where I've where I've been and where I am today. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. And I and listen, and I just know the promises that's over my life. Oof, Oof. <laughs> Ooh. boy, I'm trying to tell you this thing is scary. It's scary because God be showing me like He talks to people differently, but like He shows me like visions. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I can see it. Like I don't know how to describe. It's like I be. It's like He takes me in the clouds and like I just be like, and He be like, yeah, like this is going to happen. This was about to happen. Like it's crazy. See these lights right here. Uh-huh. The audience can't see it, but when He told me about the podcast, these are the lights that I seen. I promise you, it was like lights and it was like camera and it was stages. Like it was a stage. So, okay. like, he shows me, like, different things, like, about this and about my life. So, it's crazy, man. I test God. God, my 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 relationship with God is very, it's always, I've always had childlike faith. Mm. Like, I've always, and it's like the stuff that I know God can do, it's like, I'd be like, oh, God, I don't know if you can do that. But the the truly impossible things that I think that everybody would say, that ain't going to happen. I'd be asking God to do when he do it. Mm. And I'd just be like. Just a little bit of faith, just that much. A mustard seed. Just that much, mm. and he gonna do it. Can when I was eight, my aunt's car ran out of gas, and I remember that Sunday, my aunt Berta, she was um, the Sunday school teacher. She was telling us God is like a superhero. If you mm. ask him for something that nobody else can do, he'll do it. Mm-hmm. So she ran out of gas. We was this close to the gas station, like mm. it was like we were turning into it. And I'm in the front seat, or. I'm in the back seat and I, I reach out and put my hand on the glove compartment. Mm. I don't have nothing to do with starting a car. But I'm like praying. Mm. Lord, please start this car. Praying. 
my mom was looking at me like, what is this girl doing? My aunt, I said, all right, try it, Nene. As she turns it, she like, it's not starting. My mom is like, why are you listening to a child? Mm. You know this car not going to start. And every time she says it's not starting, I go back, laying hands. Lord, da, 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 da. Try it, Nene. She tried again. She like, mm-mm. I'm harder. Da, 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 da. Try it, Nene. She tried it. Why the car start? The third time. turn on. The third time. The third time. Ooh, there's some anointed hands right here. <laughs> and we driving to the gas station, and I'm, I just sat back like God did. But my mom was, that was like a moment for her. Because mm. I mean, I. I she looked back I was and just, said, little Ray Ray. <laughs> little Ray Ray. <laughs> I was just doing what I was taught. Mm-hmm. And, but, but she said that, that that was one of those you know pivotal moments in her walk with God that really showed her like, wow, we all need childlike faith. Like and even now when I ask God to talk to me, I I ask God to speak to me in a very specific way. Like God, if you don't want me to do this, make this person do this and that. Mm. Tell and I say names. Like for an example, I was supposed to go to this meeting. You know to do. I was supposed to go to this meeting and <laughs> and you know it was something I was contemplating. So I'm like God, I don't know if you, this is what you really want for me. I want to do it, but I don't know. And I'm praying and I'm like. Um, God, this is the last meeting. If I don't go, that's it. I'm about to graduate. Da, 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 da. If you want me to, if you don't want me to go, don't let my, my manager, and I said her name, let me off of work early to go. It started at 6. I had to, or it started at 7. I got off at 7.30. I would have had to leave at 6.45. 5 o'clock hits. She comes over to me while I'm doing a sit, and she's like, well, yeah, we need you to stay till 10 because... Somebody called out and we'll handle by. Mm. And I texted my mother and was like, she yeah. asked me, can I stay? Mm. And she was like, I guess that means you ain't going. I said, I guess not. And again, that was one of the moments where I'm like, God, you do exactly what I ask you to do every time. Mm. That's it, and, then that, and that just shows me like, whatever I ask God to do, he's going to do within reason. If, right. it, if it be his will. That's it, man. We appreciate y'all for kicking it with us, man. This Good is just, talk. Good talk. This is just another conversation on the couch, man. Just learning, growing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Laughing. Yeah. That's what that's what we do here. That's, that's what, what all Christians should do everywhere, man. Just have these open conversations to grow, man. To laugh, like I said. To love one another, man, and just grow. Have just fun. Honest. Have fun, man. You can have fun with this thing. Yeah. We appreciate y'all, though.